Hey everybody, welcome. We're here with the Savage Gentleman. Ah, which camera went? We're here with live on the Savage Gentleman with our good friend James Yeager. How's it going? And then also we're doing a twofer. So if we back up the camera, we've also got. Wait for Get it. it drum roll, nerds. Get it together, nerds. We got a, dr we got a drum roll going. There it is. Hey. There it is. So we've got we've got Chris Weatherman back, and uh, he was just on the Ready Man. Hopefully, you guys have come over and migrated to Savage Gentlemen, and uh, we're we're doing a mad scramble trying to get cameras set up here. We got tech flying. Um, the squirrel from the previous show was was running, running amok. crazy. It's all over the place. So what? So so James, we're here we're here to talk about some stuff. What man? What do you want to talk about? Um, well, earlier, uh, you guys were talking about AKAR thing. Uh-oh. I get, I get asked that a lot. And, Here we go. And I just replied that I'm a rifleman. That's fair. And, and that's not me trying to kick anybody in the nuts. Um, I know Jeff likes AKs. I guarantee you if I handed Jeff an AR or a fucking Tavor or a fucking Mosin Nagant. In the middle of a gunfight, he's probably not going to throw the, that away. The pointy stuff's going to go that way and... <laughs> And all that, and and, and it's not to, that's not to like kick anybody in the nuts or anything. You know, everybody has stuff they like, but um, you know, you you, I hear guys say like I'm a Glock guy or I'm a whatever. And I'm like, man, they they not they're not really getting it. They're not. Really you know, you know, one of the best one of the best trainings I ever did is we had a we had a table, and and it was a series of tables, and it was all of these different guns. So it was all these different pistols and sub guns and carbines and. We had some bolt action mows and the guns and stuff, and um, you'd run up to the table and whatever was there, you had to you had to load it and bring it into action. And we had like everything from the biggest POSs on planet Earth all the way up to to race guns. And it, it was cool is that it, seeing the disparity between you know kind of the spoiled kids and the guys that had grown up you know with not very much you know shoot what you brung <laughs> you, you go to war with what you got you know what you want yeah absolutely and and uh yeah but you know what it's really one of those i mean you're talking this fantastic fun time pick up an ingram a mac 10 yeah. and try to hit something <laughs> if you don't have good fundamental skills yeah i mean you'll hit the sky oh yeah, yeah guaranteed let's just, let's just talk about that like guys jam a mag in something like that Pull it back and oh, it's stuck back. And then they figure <laughs> yeah. it like there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, open bolt. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Like, there's a whole bunch of other stuff in there, you know. So I, you know. So for those of you guys that are just tuning in, uh, if you're unfamiliar with our guests here, we have Chris. He's an author. He's written a lot of books on on this, in the survival preparedness space. And then we have none other than James Yeager here. James, tell us a little about yourself, please, for um, the folks who don't know. I. I'm a firearms instructor, and uh, I'm an accidental YouTuber. Okay, okay. <laughs> you were one of the year early. You were one of the early YouTubers, though. I mean, yeah, you, 2005 you, was when I started. Wow. I mean, that's You've been uh, in the game for were, a while. Yeah, that's a you were you were a visionary there. Uh, again, accidental. And and what I mean by that is my business was doing really well. We had a bunch of people coming to classes, and people were showing up where they'd like taking the gear list into their local gun shop uh -huh. and they show up with this stuff in a box. We, we talked about that earlier. You know, right? Packages of holsters and stuff. And so I started doing just a few videos like how to draw, how to reload, whatever. So because students kept saying, it's like drinking out of a fire hose. And I thought, well, if I introduce them to some of these things before they get here, yeah. it'll be a better learning experience for them and stuff like that. And that was a, that just caught fire and became this other thing. 
Wow. And here we are now. And and, and, are. and, and, and you got how many followers on YouTube? And 27,000. It used to be 330-something thousand. Yeah, there's a little snafu there. It's funny because people keep thinking that, that somehow YouTube wronged me, but if you like Google the hashtag unbanned James Yeager, the last time I looked, there was like 27,000 entries you know, for that. Like, it just made me a martyr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but anyway, so they, they banned my channel. They allowed me to restart a channel. It's not, I'm, I'm not hiding it. You know, they, they gave me permission. Yeah. And so I've restarted a channel and, you know, got, you know, 27,000 subscribers. And wow. <laughs> so for those of you guys that were following and that thing got tanked, uh, there we go, Zach. Go back and refollow this yeah. guy so we can get his numbers back up. Uh, you know what? Like most of my most dedicated guys are back. Yeah. And so if we, if we look at it like, like if, we, if we were to say like 10% of them, which would be 33,000, were my most dedicated guys, okay. I'd be fine if it That's was That's probably just fair. Them. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. So, you know, we, we've got some, some experts in the survival and firearms world here. And, and you know, we, this is kind of a off the cuff. Well, let's I mean, well, let's probably, talk about we've Chris. we some viewers here that are probably part of some of our, you know, our base. Chris, introduce yourself. My name's Chris Weatherman. I like my walks on the beach. There you <laughs> no, go. I'm, uh, I go by the, the handle Angry American. That's just got left over from when I started writing books. And so I wrote a couple books. I, like James just said, it happened accidentally. I accidentally wrote my first book, and I just got really, really lucky, and I'm really fortunate that it took off the way it did. It changed my life. I mean, I remember the <coughs> night I sat down and did it at 11.30 at night when I started writing the first book, just on a whim, just for shits and giggles, and it totally changed my life. Wow. So. And you're how many books into it now? Nine books in the series and like 15 books total. Wow. So. Wow. And can you talk about your super secret project that's similar to... What the he's the doing. book, yeah. Okay, well, I've actually already published one book, a book on civilian contracting. Like when I came home from Iraq, I'm like, there's tons of stuff that people don't know, and I, it wasn't even about doing the job. It was about like how to get a job and what to do with your monies. Oh yeah, and all it's like all the everything before you went and everything when you got back. Not really the stuff in the middle. All the admin stuff, right? The, yeah. the stuff that gets you put in jail yeah, and all that admin. stuff. <laughs> and um, so I, I wrote that book. I, I, I thought to myself, I'll just write something down. Somebody else will probably do something better than this, you know, I have, a, have some basis to, to go by. And I did that, nobody else ever wrote a book. But, you know, What's uh, the name of that? It's a high-risk civilian contractor working in a war-torn world. Because we, we actually get lots of people ask us, they're like, hey, where do we go? How do I find How do I become contract? a contractor if I want to, you know, pursue that? Like, how do I do this? I'll give, I give them one piece of advice. Um, I don't care what they told you, if you don't have a plane ticket in your hand, you do not have a job. We know somebody that's going through that right now. As a matter I of fact. told him those same exact words. You know, when I first when I first got off of active duty, that was one of those things where it's like, and this was pre-war days, where it's like, uh, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go be like a contractor, and at that time it was go down to Central South America and grab you know grab mm -hmm. drug guys and then bring yep. them back for bounties <clears throat> or whatever, and you would hear high and low, oh, get ready to stand by, get ready to stand by, you're gonna go, and then like nothing and then later on bosnia bosnia took off and had another company it was like oh we're we're spinning it up you're gonna go you're gonna go well, do you know what's happening what's happening they they are one of x amount of people bidding on a contract oh. and they're telling you we're about to go because they don't want you to go apply somewhere else they're telling hey 
we've got X amount of dudes ready to roll mm -hmm. right now. We can be in country. They don't want you shopping around. And so they tell you, they just keep you on that. So it's interesting, you know, both of you guys kind of fell into your profession. You know, I don't know that you necessarily, necessarily set out to be a, you know, a YouTube celebrity amongst other things. It's actually not my profession. I actually, you know, run a farm training company. That's weird. Weird. <laughs> and it's like one of those, you know, serendipitous, you know, kind of happenstance. Oh, this is, you know, this is just another side of that. And I think for you, kind of the same thing with. Oh, with, I really fell into it. With writing. Yeah. You know, Jeff, how about you? I mean, you think there's something that you kind of fell into career-wise? I mean, I'd say probably Ready Man would be. Yeah, Ready Man's probably one of those. I'm, I'm actually, I'm working on a. Like I've been working, you've probably heard this a million times. I've been working on a science fiction novel now for about uh, for 30, about three, 33 years <laughs> <laughs> since he was a little boy. Actually, he about, just keeps pushing that date out in the first paragraph. It's not no longer 2015. Now. Yeah, in the year 2015. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> um, but, um, but you know that's it, it's and I kind of fell into that because uh, you know after coming back from missions. In Afghanistan, it was like, you know, the only way to, you know, basically off gas a little bit was, I mean, you can work out, but you can only work out so much. You can go run, but half the time it was like three o'clock in the morning, so you're not going to go run. You can go drink, uh, you know, have a shot, but that's that only lasts so long. Yeah. Or you could play video games. Well, I'm not a Navy SEAL, so I don't play video games. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shots fired. Oh, got him. <laughs> got you. Dang. So, you don't have any hair gel either. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any hair gel. So I just, you know, I started, I started, you know, writing this book because it was like this massive escape into yeah. another world that was really cool because it was my world that I was creating. So I can do whatever I want. That's the coolest thing about writing is you create the universe. Yeah. You're, you're, you're kind of like a god there. You can make whatever magic happen you want to happen. So. And that's and we just finished we just finished up the first. We're getting ready to send it into publishing. For we haven't even settled on a title yet, but the book that Jason and I wrote together, that's uh, one of the Ready Man group. But um, uh, Black Swan is the name. But I think we're going to change the name. But you know, but it's been actually it's been a super cool. You know, hey, if this happens, if that happens, then what would we do here? And yeah. what do you think would tip the balance? And you know, we've got our angle. We actually had. Geez, 300, 300 of the. Of our yeah, followers. we were sending out for kinda, for beta readers. Read it, and then nice. the, the book got rewritten because people came back and was like, "This is good. That sucked." So we kind of rewrote some stuff that was in there. But I use an entirely different approach. I just write it and send it out. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Raw. No, I, I send it to an editor. <laughs> And one beta reader, and then phew, off to the if, races. If you listen to the folks in the sidelines too much, you'll soon be sitting with them. Oh, well, well it's okay. wise words. Well, I, I learned from me personally. It's a good T-shirt. It is. Yeah, I learned. I learned from me personally that my first idea is my best idea when it comes to writing. Huh. And if I start trying to overthink it or rewrite it, I just screw it up. Interesting. So I even trying to just trust in your instincts. Just go with it. Well, I but imagine you guys. Tell that to Jason. Yeah, because <laughs> that thing's been rewritten quite a few times at About this point. eight times. Well, it's, it's an interesting notion. You know, you, you guys obviously all serving the military, being in combat, there's, oh, no. Co cop and contractor. Contract, excuse I, I gotta me. i got to be quick to yeah, stop that. So I don't that's, do, fair, yeah, that's, fair, <laughs> that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. But there's something to be said for trusting your instinct. I mean, for me, you know, in, in, the, in the cage, right? If I'm sitting there second guessing and thinking, well, should I maybe... Man, you don't have that kind of time. So when you're under stress or you're doing something that's, you know, pretty uh, critical thinking, right? You, you have to just go and you do it. Instinct. You can't sit there and dwell on it. That instinct is yeah. is really really cool. So that's a that's a nice little nugget of wisdom yeah. there. And so you guys that are just tuning in, we've we've got two uh, great guys that are with us here. Like, 
James and uh, I have known each other now a few years, and um, and then we just met Chris, a bomber guy, and um, we're 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 actually just chatting on this savage gentleman thing and helping to spread a little bit of the love that's out there and and uh, putting out great content for you guys that are out there. So if you have any questions, we can see them up here on the screen. Zach's got his magic screen right there. And we'll do our best to answer them, so this is your chance. Yeah, and for whatever reason, Zach doesn't have our fireplace going. It's a little chilly in here. Hopefully, we can get that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can get that fire going. Man, warm That's things up. Um, Alex, loving the new setup. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a work in progress. It's coming together. But, you know, the real stars of the show here are, are our guests. Um, you know, we have... We have the, the pseudonym Angry American, and, and you know, I'd like to, you said in the earlier thing there was some stuff that you wanted to chime in on. So, you know, from the previous podcast, James, you know, are you, are you an angry American, do you think? <laughs> Probably. Uh, 2013, I did a video referred to as a, a rant video, apparently. You, some so. of you may have seen it. <laughs> got, got the, uh, got the uh, attention of the federal government. Yeah, Whoops. And the state. I think, and I, the... I think, I think Obama saw it. <laughs> Can you imagine if they're just sitting around watching oh, like I guarantee. this? I remember watching. Well, you know that someone had to have because some of the stuff that happened afterwards. The state took my carry permit from me, yeah. which, which I thought was funny because I got a badge, so I don't need a carry permit. Like, it didn't, it didn't affect me not at all. And, uh, and, uh, but like, it, but I, get, I get a call from the FBI and I come and talk to them, you know, voluntary, involuntary, whatever you want to say. And uh, so I go and talk to them, and they're really nice to me. They're like super nice. Of course they are. And so, so we go in through the metal detector and all that stuff, and we answer the questions, and they got these... Three questions, kind of like they used to have before you flew on a plane, like before 9-11, like, did you pack your bag? Have you, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Is there they anything got, flammable? They, they, or? they got those three for, like, domestic terrorism, right? And it's like, are you under the control of a foreign government? And, you know, shit like that. Anyway, so we go to leave. My attorney's with me, the hot, crazy Matrix guy. That's my attorney. Who's awesome. Are you serious? If, if yeah. you oh, haven't really? seen that, that video. video is that's epic, your attorney? Dude. Yeah. That's no. too awesome. That's my video. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, you've seen that. Yeah, no, I've oh, seen it. I knew. If you I didn't, really I didn't know he was your attorney. It's, that's yeah, too cool. It's so we go to go out the door, and I'm like, this is where they get me. He's like, what do you mean? I said, this is where they're going to arrest me. He said, what do you mean? I said, I walked in through a metal detector. They know I don't have a gun. They don't want to fuck the furniture up in here. <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, why do you think? I said, because that's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, it turns out they didn't arrest me. So. <laughs> Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Zach, we can't pull up that. You don't even have the fireplace going. I was going to see if we could pull up videos, and you don't have our fireplace going. What are you talking about? Make it happen. Make <laughs> it so. See, you don't have it. Oh, you have to turn it on. Oh, push the O-N button. O-N, O-F-F. That's, that's the key. Oh, there we go. Oh, we're giving away our secrets. We're One, giving two, our three. secrets away. Don't, no. Yes. Fire. Wait for it. Wait for it. There's all a right. button all the way on the left, all the way on the left. Just the, Gosh. All right. You're oh, killing me. The illusion is right over. Right you ruined it right forever. Right. There. Oh, oh, now that. it's cozy. All right. So... Now we're in the real time. Now we can really. Now you guys have to start paying extra because this <laughs> is zombie. The show. The show doesn't really start until the fire kicks on. <laughs> what so I want to know is what guy set a camera up in front of his fireplace and then sold the video. <laughs> that guy's got millions upon millions I mean, of views. I mean, I, who's bought it? That's the question. Yeah. I, oh. Well, uh, guilty. I was going to say, guilty. Guilty. It's here. guilty. Apparently, we have. <laughs> all right, so we're getting some good comments. People are chiming in where they're coming from. Um, we got people from all over the place Wyoming, North Carolina. Um, Chris Yates says that this group here is his zombie survival team. 
Cool. So yeah, yeah. man, you come come join the fun. You know, we're uh, we're for hire. So we would um, probably oh, yeah, kill we'll each other yeah. <laughs> before the zombies could get to us. Me, me and some other authors have a have a running joke about doing a, com- a, a comedy <laughs> spoof of the apocalypse, and it's about getting to write each other's deaths in the most bizarre, oh, ridiculous, nice. absurd, embarrassing ways. And I can kind of see that happening here. You know, with, our thing was like the the working title is. Uh, don't go to the shitter in the apocalypse, because that's yeah. where everybody's going to die. That's solid it's advice. That's actually death, really you know? in, in zombie in zombie like, land. It's rule number one, isn't it? No, rule number one is cardio. Oh, cardio. Rule number two then wasn't it about don't go to the bathroom. Don't take it or something like that. Yeah, don't take it Yeah. So that was our thing too. Stay out of the shitter. Oh, we're having technical difficulties. I'm man, Zach. Look, we're trying to look like professionals over here, and man. This is what happens when we well, do you know, two you live put, feeds you back to back. You can put lipstick on a pig, but yeah, you so you're right. You can't you can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit. So. <laughs> Golly, man, it's getting yeah. brutal. Yeah, yeah, and you know we've even been drinking, and it's getting brutal. It says you. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. He's been toting that big <laughs> cup around. All yeah, I mean, I've got I've got my I've got my mug here, Jeff. So I don't yeah. know. Oh, you're behind the curveball. Oh. Thanks for Bogart. Yeah, well. Yeah. So, so, you know, we've got some interesting characters here, and we would love to hear your guys' thoughts, questions. You know, it's not every day that you get this caliber of gentlemen in your midst. Um, so if you, 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 you want to have a question for either James or Chris, send those in. You know, we got a lot of people telling us where they're from, but, you know, we want to we interview these guys. I know um, we've got some opinions here. Very opinionated things. We had talked about kind of the uh, First Amendment right. Well, let's do the... You want to tell some stories? Jeff wants to tell some stories. Well, not yet. Maybe. I I was going to ask James. I was going to say, okay, James, what's the single dumbest thing you've seen a student do? Oh, Oh, Lord. Here we go. Okay. (laughs) This one time at Bandcamp? All right. This is great. (laughs) I mean, I'm just... And I got a follow-up question after that. I'm trying to get to one. <laughs> let me narrow it down. Let me, you the, let me tell you the weirdest student story I got. So, this uh, this um, person who is undergoing a transformation from male to female. Okay. All right. Is going to go get a job, contracting in Iraq as a, a secretary. Okay. Wants training before she goes. Okay. So she's perfectly normal, so perfectly she, natural. She, she comes to class. At no point in time does anybody say anything out of the way to her. Totally respectful. Nothing, no student, no staff. There's no no issue at all. Probably didn't even know. Right. And um, then that night I get an email, scathing email. You you rednecks, you're so disrespectful and, you know, horrible people. And everything they said about you, she's from California. Everything they said about you is right, racist, racist, (laughs) (laughs) buzzing, wow, the racist and misogynist and and blah, blah, blah. And so I just (laughs) responded, not sure what you're talking about. Class starts tomorrow at eight. It's a two day class. So she comes back to class, doesn't say a word about any of it, but in the trunk of her car, the lids up on the trunk, uh, is her, her, her mate. Um, it's a female. Uh, that's in the trunk of the car with a dog collar on, on her hands and knees, what? All, all day long. Growls at people when they walk by. What? Now, 
if you can imagine, if you can imagine, like a, a a class of us dudes. Oh my God! Like, and nobody says a word. They just walk by, and she's growling, and she's walking back and growling. They, they probably thought it was a. And I'm like, open, yeah, open trunk or Jaeger's open. Jaeger's up to something. Yeah. yeah. So they can clearly see what's. Oh in yeah, there. there, there's no there's doubt. A, there's no doubts. Closed or I gotta. No. It, oh yeah. Oh, wow. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> you can't make that anyway you can't so, make that but here's what I think is the funniest part of it. Like, so if you see her, like her picture, like her glamour <laughs> shot, she actually looks like a woman. And there's, there was some dude in Iraq showing that picture to all of his buddies saying, I just hired this chick <laughs> oh. and she's coming to work and probably said all kinds of horrible things about what was going to happen when she got there. Now, I wonder, little did they know. Did the, oh, yeah. did the contract include the, um, the, I, the gimp in the I, truck? I, the gimp? Not, not, I don't know what the technical term is, so I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not here to kink shame anyone. I just, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we, we, live, in, we live, in, live in strange times where you got to watch what you say and uh, yeah. you know you got to have the terminology correct so i gotta yeah. say i i got some training doozies of stories and none of them that one takes the cake that. that one is not have we've never I'm had this we got to change the subject we've never had... <laughs> jeff jeff can't even i don't, I don't mm-hmm. even i mean i don't even have a story i don't know how to rep- respond to that i don't even know it's like wow that's pretty yeah. okay I'm probably going to use that story and repeat it. You oh, know, this dude. one time James told me about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just make it yours. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I don't want it. <laughs> That's one you don't want to own right there. No, I'm going to put it on James. Uh, yeah. Well, Justin said that needs to go in your in Angry Americans next book. If you can find a way to write that in the book, you, sir, are a master of your craft. We're not, we're not writing... Um, you know, Fifty Shades of the Apocalypse. It's, it's <laughs> but but if that was a wildly popular book, man. It was. You could it make a lot of like, money. Kind of like the Road Warrior. Yeah. Man, can you imagine, like, how weird life must have been, like, before, I don't know, there was, like, stuff like laws or anything. <laughs> it's like, well, we, like, the strongest, the strongest <coughs> are like, oh, no, mm-hmm. I'm, not only am I in charge, but I'm a god. And so, yeah. guess what you guys are going to start doing? Yeah. Build some pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> Get, Get those, to hauling some bricks. Get those ten-ton stones up that hill right there. And you, chop, chop. act like a dog. <laughs> get my trunk. Damn that it, is, why me again? That is so bizarre. Between the stones and the do- I guess the dog's not, not a bad gig. If I, if I had to choose, man. Just sit there and growl at Just bark, bark like a dog for eight hours. Growling's all I got to do. Of the dog things, the growling's all I got to do? Okay, I can do that. Anything else you did. Max, Max says the trunk monkey. That yeah. takes trunk monkey to yeah. a whole other level. Yeah, it does. My trunk gimp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Man, you know, I had a feeling that shit was going to get out of hand tonight at some point, but never in my wildest dreams. You kick the doors open without me. Man, I don't, can we come back from that? Like, well, I don't even know. You know, what, you know what it is, though, is like there's very few people, really, that I link up with that by the end of the night, I'm like, oh, face is hurting. And like every time James comes by and visits, I'm like, okay, I need a break. My face hurts because I've been laughing so much, you know? Man, that's fantastic. Well, on a more serious note, we got a question from Scott Mize. Chris wants to know, what is the best way to wire my solar and propane generator to my house so I have the utilities to keep my batteries charged? I'll wow, just wire them together. Yes. Yeah, one big red wire. Electricity. Red, red, red on red? <laughs> it, de- it depends on the state you live in. Like in Florida, you cannot have a solar system that's not grid-tied. Um, Legally. Legally. I have yeah, There's one. able and allowed. <laughs> mine's not grid-tied. I mean, you can do a lot But mine's lot of also things. not connected to my house. So. Huh. 
Um, it can be like that, but uh, I would recommend connect your generator to your house as backup and then connect the battery system from the solar system to the generator so have a separate distribution box, depending on the legalities of where you live. Boom, check on that. There you legal, go. Legal schmeagal. Yeah. That's yeah. what I say. Well, well, when you got to ask permission, you know. I, I, I personally don't follow any laws in which I was not personally consulted before their enactment. So that's like, like probably idea. none of them. Well, I think I think we've. I mean, an answer. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I, somebody's keeping track. Wait a minute. If, hold on. If I carry the three, wait a second. That's yeah. crazy. That's funny. Yeah. So. Guys, keep sending your questions in. It can be off the wall. I mean, if you want to hear about people barking in, in trunks, um, James okay, Jager so is the man. Got, so, got, so, Chris, what's like, so you as an author, right? And actually, a well known, written a bunch of book author, and you've got to have had a ton of people write you with crazy ideas. What oh. is the craziest book idea you've gotten? Well, one guy wanted me to write a like a space opera survival kind of thing. I like it. <laughs> a space musical survival. Well, I don't know what a space opera is. I don't know. And I don't write it. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the hell it is. But but yeah, that you get some interesting folks. What the ones that get me are the ones that that want to become like a a friend, which I interact with everybody. Yeah. But they think they're like going to be my my prepper buddy, ah, right, yeah. uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like I don't tell anybody where I live. Some people know. Some of, some of the readers know where I live too. I'm not hiding from nobody. But you know, when you when you come on that hard, anybody's gonna go, ooh, yeah. Well, I had an incident when I lived in North Carolina. I had a guy show up at my property, and we lived in the middle of nowhere. I mean, nowhere. Um, so he set me off. That was a little odd. Um, and then I had a lady call my house one time. Out of the blue, which she ended up being a sweetheart. And Gina, I love you if you're watching. Um, but she, yeah, she calls Mel, answers the phone one night, and, we're, and she's like, "Oh, is that famous author Angry American there?" And I was like, "What?" Well, answers the phone, and I'm like, "How the hell did you find me?" That was my first question. Uh, uh, like, wrong, number. Yeah, wrong, yeah, number. Uh, wrong number. Yeah, wrong number. She's actually a real sweetheart, nice lady, and I love her to death. See, I take the opposite approach, man. If you're fortune favors the bold, you know what, man. If you're if you're gonna be that ballsy, then the hell yeah, we're best friends, bro. <laughs> Let's, we're, oh, we're I hang out. out. Like, you know, on here. Let's wait till it Let happens. And then we'll have, we'll have that conversation again. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case, Chris Yates. Uh, those are guys that I talk to on Facebook all the time. Nice. You see Justin Case on there. But then he's a cop, and he's probably in his car getting paid right now. And Pigs. Messing around on Facebook. <laughs> Guaranteed. Uh, well, I mean, he's clearly he's watching the he's show, probably right? drink. He's probably drinking free coffee. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. Man, those, those yeah. police guys get all the breaks, sit, right? Sit in his car with his iPhone, turning the volume down on his radio so he can hear it. I know what you're up to, dude. Like, please, like, I need backup. Wait, <laughs> There's so much blood. Yeah, turn that down. Something about shut up. Shut up. <laughs> What's Jaeger talking about? I, I I think we just ruined our chances of sharing this to Badge Camps now. So. Yeah, that's out, that's out the window. Sorry, Badge Camps. Oh man. So let's see. Uh, Stephen Glenn Davis says, James, what classes are you taking in 2018? He, he taking at my house like every other week. You know, you know him? Yeah. Is he just messing with you? He. He's a good dude, but yeah. No, I'm I'm taking. Uh, I'm gonna train with uh, Costa and then Chris, John Farnham's next, and then Clint Smith. And a shotgun class, and then uh, Pat McNamara and May, and I don't know. I got like a. Now, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Taking classes. Now, I, I thought you were the guy giving classes. You're like one of the experts in the field of 
firearms instruction and you're going to other dudes and taking their classes? Well, I like to shoot. And, okay. Well, actually, here's uh, and I'm taking a shotgun class from Clint Smith in February, but in September, I'm taking an instructor development class from him. That dude's been teaching longer than I've been alive. Like, <laughs> I can't learn something from him. That's, it's actually really cool and, and really refreshing to see someone that in, in just the world today, let alone the industry, that has the humility to go and actually continue their education and not say, nope, I'm the baddest dude on I the got, planet, I bro. Got I got this out. figured out. Everyone else sucks. Man, and a, a lot of guys that have trained with me, like Rob Pincus has taken class. Uh, Chris Costa took a fighting pistol class from me last year. No kidding. Ba basically said he should quit teaching because my shit's better. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, even, he didn't really say that. No. <laughs> well, even, even, even <laughs> you're not you're watching your own class. Right. So, your instructors run back through your own yeah, training. Yeah. So, so everybody, no. like, I said, like I said earlier, we're all perpetual students. Yeah. You know, yeah, Gregory's right. a prime example. And that's something he's, to, yeah. If you're, if you're not learning, you're forgetting. Well, exactly. And, and I like to shoot. That's why I got into all this. And the fastest way to stop shooting is to start teaching people how to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, that's a good point. I mean, nothing, when's the last time you got to get on the range? Yeah, and there's nothing worse than an instructor that gets up there and is like, all right, this is what we're going to do. And you spend the whole class like watching this guy, you know, show up. Right. It's like, it's absolutely horrible. <laughs> right. Let's see. So Scott Mize says, when are you going to be in Oregon, James? Um I have a website with all that stuff on it. Okay, go to the website. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> Zach, I mean, Harry, post that up. He doesn't know. He just goes where they tell him, man. I got, I got about five days of my schedule <laughs> in my head. That's fair. That is fair. I found it easier just to not schedule stuff. I just <laughs> just show up. I, just, I show up and be like, I'm just, doing this right now. If you want to participate, here's where I am. You just throw up the bat signal and everyone shows that's up. That's one way to do it. Hey, that's gold. That it's is working well gold. for me. I got to remember shit. So I, I got to ask you a question: Is Pat McNamara? Is that dude as wound up in yes, real life? A hundred percent. I don't know him that well. I've only bumped into him a few times. This will be my first time training with him. But yeah, hundred percent. Like. He's he's animated. He's dude. like yeah. he's like a he's like a sprung tiger. Where he's like, <laughs> he's like a squirrel. Yeah, like a, he's, he's like a squirrel. He's like a squirrel. He's yeah. like he's like the a run Randy Macho Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's like ooh. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he seems like a super nice guy, but yeah, he is high energy. High energy. High energy. Costa's that way too. Costa's. Yeah, he's, he's, Costa. Costa, like he stays he's at my a house. Serious customer. And you met my wife, and Costa gets up and does calisthenics in his Ranger panties in the morning. And my wife, <laughs> his Ranger watch panties. My wife's trying to watch TV, and he's got his dog. Dog costs like a hundred grand, and his dog's like watching him, and like, like, what the fuck's going on in here, Costa? Like, <laughs> in his Ranger panties. That was a man. <laughs> I'm like, is this bubblegum hanging out or anything? Is, like, no. is that a dead bird? What the hell is that? <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's, he's gonna kill me. <laughs> he, he came by. He came by a couple years ago. Yeah, he did a video he, with with Evan. Did, did a video with Evan. Yeah. He's, he's a great guy. He's he's a great guy. We had a lot of fun. I didn't laugh as much as I do with James, but <laughs> well, there you go. So if you had to choose, yeah, oh, go for the last. Really Chris is funny, man. Go for the last. Right. Let's see. So more more comments. Um, Pierre, so Pierre oh, Joseph, do you know that? Yeah. He said, just got here. What'd you miss? You <laughs> missed fucking, he's a fucking like nine foot tall Arab. He looks like Brutus off Popeye. That's like all fucking Brutus. Yeah. <laughs> well, Pierre, now. Yeah. Hey, Pierre, this thing is going to air later on. We've got a podcast that goes up on SoundCloud. So whatever you miss, go back and you can watch it there. We don't have that kind of time to, to rehash this. We got to keep moving. We got to keep, keep this thing moving. Running. We, we yeah. can remember it anyway. That's so true. That's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. 
Man, take so, two, not gonna happen. Mm, no, <laughs> Tell that our camera guy too. There's, there's there's one take, man. There is no more retakes. You know, it's like baseball rules: three strikes. You tell me to do that three times, you're out. You know? Well, that's yeah. the cool thing about live done. is it's it's impromptu. Yeah. It's like uh, what you see is what it you get. It fits my personality. I don't plan well. I don't organize. Well, and then and then I don't have to pay Zach to edit right. all this. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. the key. That's really what it is. Because he'll tell yeah. me We're that he's working on like the font or some yeah. bullshit yeah. like that. No, trust me, I get that. <laughs> oh, we got to work on the color. Like, what do you mean? Like, it's color correct. It looks fine. It's already got colors on it. Yeah, it's and not in black color. and white. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Check it out. The guy that tells me he's working on the color, colorblind. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there See, you go. He, no, when I hired my guy, he fucking left out. Fucking, he left him. He fucking left out. Come on. Forgot so to get, mention it. No, I got another dude that works for me. And if you go ask the other dude that works for me and, and does editing, if you say, hey, what kind of like mysterious skill do you have that keeps you employed? He goes, I see in color. <laughs> so that motherfucker, that new shit, I'm like, dude, that ain't right. You're doing it on purpose. He's that's like, well, that's fine. I fix that shit. <laughs> fucking black and white. Uh, what the fuck is I see in color. That's amazing. <laughs> so chris got a great, great comment. He says, if you go right to left, it's like a beard growing commercial. <laughs> um, actually, actually, we got another we got another amazing beard in here. Come, like come here real quick. Get, get on camera. That's free. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see. So Yeshua says, oh, we all know James has a note days. for Pierre in his gun safe. Do these guys need notes too? I can make that happen. So basically when guys come and do videos, like they'll put a note, like in my, I have a gun safe on my set, and they'll just like say, fuck you, Pierre. Or nice. <laughs> we, should start, we should start doing that next time we have a guest. Like we have, a, I don't know, we like pin it to the fireplace or something or maybe put it in a book. It is a bookmark. Or you start doing like the bars. It's like one of those Easter eggs. to the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, wait, wrong, wrong crowd. That's, that's a whole different show. Whole different show. Oh, my gosh. What? What is happening here? Like, <laughs> I had a really funny question Jeff, and I lost it. You lost. Uh, well, it'll come back to it. Sorry, stapling panties, <laughs> and I was like, "What? What did that come from?" Yeah, chasing squirrels. So, you know, we we've got some we've got some guests here. Obviously, we've got James Yeager and we've got Chris Weatherman, and uh, these guys are pretty well known. And we're just kind of shooting the shit here, talking about man, anything and everything, and. It looks John, like you got a yeah, comment you want to. John Willis on there, special operations equipment. I don't know if you got. You know John? No, I don't. I need to get you some of his gear. He's, he right. makes some bomb proof. SOE. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And he's he's got like on his Facebook page, he's got like three hundred thousand subscribers on there because because wow. every because nice everyone wants to no because everyone wants to see a train wreck. Like, yeah. cause like somebody will order something from him, and it says, "Don't fucking even think about asking me when this shit's gonna be done." He's like, he's like, he's like the soup Nazi. I love that. Yeah. He's like, he's like, no nope, gear for done. you, and he fucking will post your shit up. They're like, "I'm gonna burn your house down and shit." I'm like, "God damn." <laughs> Bold move. That is a bold customer service. Don't tell Harry that because uh, oh, dude. he might he might adopt that. Dude, Harry's like, a customer service guy. Like, <laughs> Dang. It's like all of his customers are like abused wives. They're just, they just keep coming back. Just, I swear he'll be nice to me this time. He, he loves me. But Man. he does make. But yeah, but he but he but he loves me. But he makes but, really good equipment. He, he, does, like dog he shit. does make the best nylon gear I've ever touched. That's, all right, so we're gonna check that out. Sure. Yeah, and then it's probably one of those things I'll look at it like I got dropped on my head as a kid, but like I'll look at it and I'll go, oh, I know those guys. I got, uh, I got garage floors. Yeah, man. Let's see. So uh, Rodney says my phone is quivering due to the badassery on this feed. 
Wow. Yeah. Sure. Fair enough. <laughs> well, you're welcome. You're, you are welcome. I'm sure they're all wondering what that thing is you're holding to. This, oh, this little guy. Jo it's Josh, a has a Josh hasn't let that this, go since we This thing is a lot of fun. Well, you know, you guys started talking about gimps in a truck. And, you know, I had this flail and I was just like, well, you know, sometimes you never know. You you never know. So this is actually, I've been hanging on to, oh, hello. This is a nice paperweight yeah. that you've got here. Um, and then this is your coin purse. Yeah, this is a Mean Gene leather coin purse. Man, that thing mean is Jean. cool. Hey, uh, if you guys would like to see a product like that carried by Savage Gentlemen in the near future, why don't you, I, well, you want to hit the heart button on the thing, just some arbitrary thing. Let yeah, us know. Cool. Um, you know, we're rolling out a lot of projects for, or products for Savage Gentlemen. Um, this no, this no coin purse. No officer, it's for my coin. There's, yeah, there's actually money purse. in there. Yeah. And there's but, money in there. But by golly, if and you hit someone, <laughs> no, you, no ball, just, just, quarters. just quarters, yeah, just quarters. If you hit something over the head with that thing, <laughs> right. Right. that is a bad day. Right yeah, I mean that's not its intended right use. It's to carry your change. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So as is this. This is obviously a, clearly a bottle opener. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you can see, you can see and a keychain uh, where, holder. Where's my camera? Or a keychain holder? Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally used as that. And, and you know, if for whatever reason you found this wrapped around your knuckles and right. hit somebody and, and with you it, you might need to tenderize a steak. Yes, or if someone's face. Oh, that's copper. That's, hey, that's I mean, cool. that thing's classy. Dude, it's hammered copper. I don't fucking. You're, you're, you're not messing around. Messing around. Nothing but the best with this guy. Do I look poor? <laughs> 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 I knew this guy, he did all the accents. He made these beautiful Bowie knives and he did all the accents out of copper. Huh. And since then, and like when I first heard it, I was like, copper? Why, why would you use copper? But as it weathered kind of like this, man. Yeah, it, it, it looks, looks good. good. Yeah, yeah that patina really looks yeah, looks some kind of good. Um, let's see. So Matt Bernard says, the tech dude should add the Twitter or IG news username of these guys above their heads or a fixed position so we can check them out. <laughs> I've always hey, thought, Zach. <laughs> I've always thought these motherfuckers had a lot of, lot of help they could fucking. <laughs> so, uh, hey, let me tell you how to make your shit better. How about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky you're getting this, you fucking cocksuckers. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's that's actually what Zach was saying. Put that aside smoke it. That's what that was a good idea. Yeah, that's what Zach was saying back there. He's better going, yeah. Wow. Burn. Um, Every, well, everybody's a critic, man. Well, you guys need better mics and better lighting, and you, your mom didn't right, love you. Dude, your yes. mom, you. Yeah, send us money. We'll send make it. Send it. Yeah, there you go. And we'll make that. We'll make that happen. Um, I'm not saying I'm a whore, but I can be bought. Yeah. Hey, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Am I right? All right. Let's see. John Willis. We give what we get. Come at us cool, and you will love us. Come at us shitty, and we will make you famous. <laughs> so, uh, I like that. Fair enough. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, James just put, put sorry, Matt, man, he put you on blast. That was, that was brutal. But you know what? We can go back and maybe we'll add. We'll let's meet. Let's compromise. We we'll meet in the middle. We'll put we'll put some IG handles or here's, usernames. Here's my thing: is, in here, the comments, literally, this, like when I go and do something and people say, "Hey, tell them how they can find you." Like ask them about a website. Literally, my answer is: if they're too stupid to find me, I don't want their money. I don't know. You made a video one time offering classes to Antifa folks. Yeah. Just to make it fair. No, yeah. You know. Yeah. How many people showed up for that? That's no, what I'd like to yeah, Not no, one. They wouldn't take no. him up on it. Man, no. I thought that was an epic video, though. That was so damn funny. It took me a minute, but I went ahead and made that graphic. 
Well played. Somehow. Well played. Really sad. It's supposed to. It's supposed to be at some other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag some random dude. Why don't you? Why don't you learn a book? That was impressive. Hey, you get that was completely impromptu. I didn't. I I didn't think he could. Wow. Yeah, he's pretty I'm fancy. Speechless. Yeah. Got skills y'all didn't even know about. Yeah. Hey, 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 when we're done with the with the show tonight, Zach, just take the rest of the day off. Right? Yeah, you're. <laughs> After you sweep the floors. And an omnipotent, patient, wonderful boss. Indeed. Indeed. These guys like. Did you see? I think they pulled them all down. They've got like. They printed off this picture of my face. That they like arbitrarily hang around the office, and it's I'll be great. and I'll if be you walking had any around. Idea? Like, why, why is my face all over the place? Just tell them this is a benevolent dictatorship. That's what mm-hmm. I tell well, people. Well, that, that's my stuff. that's what they say. Benevolent I'm, dictatorship. I'm not a benevolent dictator. Oh, I am. Well, I'm I could not. be. Yeah. He's 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 a very he's a very generous, fearless. That's uh, benevolent. That's the benevolent leader. Part. That's the benevolent part. <laughs> the fearless leader. Earlier oh, in the other gosh. podcast, he said. That he answers every question that people send him. I do. Yeah. He's, How's that? It, it takes you, a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. Where do you get more questions? At some, oh, point, no. at some point, I go, this dude's just too stupid to answer. <laughs> you, yeah. He's like, oh, there's no point, man. Like, Well, I try to, I mean, it's getting it's getting to be very difficult to do because I do it myself. I don't have, like, right? I'm not like you guys. Me I don't either. have a crew. You don't I don't people. either. I yeah. answer my If it says, it's, if you see a post that says James Yeager, yeah, I you, posted yeah. that. So it's getting harder to do, but I like to try to. Respond to everybody and give them a minute if I can. You know. Well, here's my hierarchy. So my 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 family, my friends. Yeah. I have sixty six thousand students and fuck everybody else. That's fair. That's yeah. Uh, like That's if they're fair. an alumnus, they send me an email. I got a code that they how they know how yep. to. I can get, get to me. Oh, that's nice. I don't care if they trained me ten years ago. They get need help. We'll help them. Um, and I mean, no problem. But like everybody else, like if they haven't invested at least in that. Yeah, like they don't they don't deserve access, and See, I'm not trying to be a dick. No, I, I get you. Just the price for entry level access for me is a lot cheaper. You know, buy a book. That's all <laughs> but, I want. But but but, but just but, one, just but, one, just buy it. It's but easy. have they? Are these people that have bought books from you? Well, or they're getting the pirated copies. I mean, that could happen too. So, but I'm just saying, at least yeah. have they read the books? Yeah. Or oh yeah, at least yeah, something. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, at least at least you got yeah. that. You know. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not going to talk to you about somebody else's book. I'm watching this <laughs> in the men's guys. room at a truck stop. And Paul Benson. Right. That's a great... <laughs> in a men's room in the truck stop. At a truck stop. And it feels, it feels right. So yeah. we know what Paul's doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I suddenly feel like I need to take a shower. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's see. Um, Logan Taylor, why Don Numbers is super creeping in the background. He's outside. Who are we talking? My, my, his my other guy. Oh, your other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Who yeah. is he's from probably, Logan he's, Taylor? He's probably posting pictures from the lobby. He's guarding the squirrel oh. out there is what he's doing. He's, he's giving a behind-the-scenes look. <laughs> okay, okay. We're, we're doubling down on our on our social media content. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad Sick about that. Sick the squirrel that. on him. <laughs> Let's see. Zach Hall says, hell yes, James want to see their better products. I'm assuming that's in reference to the uh, whoever the hell you were talking about. SOE. SOE. Yeah. So, no, so I got maybe. another question, another lightning round, <laughs> oh so to speak. So, well, well, let's, we'll have James go first. So James I was going to go first anyway. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try to be nice. I'm reading the room. I'll back clean up. I'm trying. <laughs> one thing, one thing. You're king for a day. Boom. Right. You're emperor. You're mm-hmm. Napoleon. You just put the crown on your head. You're 
Emperor, one thing you could change. I would erase every U.S. law and the Constitution. KY. Boom. Wow. Because uh, uh, I'd go back to the the Articles of Confederation and leave it at that. Okay, you got to explain. Um, there is no contract between the states. There is a compact between between the states. Mm -hmm. And the first overstep, the first overreach was with Andrew Jackson going to invade South Carolina. And ever since then, things have been fucked up. And um, basically, we, we don't need a federal government. We need 50 governments that, that communicate and coordinate with each other. But uh, we don't need what we have now. All right. That was a little bit deeper than I expected. <laughs> hey, you, 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 asked, you asked the question. I didn't, I didn't see that one coming, so now I'm holding my breath. Well, you're just I, like, plan, I plan on being running this shit one day. So, <laughs> so, so is that James Yeager 2020? Oh, I'm not going to run for office. Oh. <laughs> but never let dictatorship. <laughs> All right, well, as long as I'm on the winning there you side. Go. There you go. Hey, hey, remember remember back when we were really good buddies and we had you on the Savage Gentleman podcast, this, you know, when you're when we're starting dealing out land masses, you know, I'll take I'll dealing take, out land masses. I'll take Texas. Deal, dealing out territories. Yeah. You know, I'll take Ohio. <laughs> Okay. Well, what do you want? Okay. I mean, was this redeeming it up? Well, you want I want that mountain range. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah there it. you go. Yeah, all, all of it. it. Yeah. So, Chris? Well, I was going to, my platform was going to start with just Trump Trump gimps for everybody, but now that he went that far, Trump I got to. Trump gimps, I gotta, yeah. Mine would be not quite as ambitious. One thing I think the country needs to do is term limits. It doesn't have to be the country. We can, well, no, no, that can be world peace if oh, you want. No, I don't want world peace. There's, there's people are going to fight each other. They're going to fight each other. Shouldn't be our problem what the rest of the world's doing. Um, but I think Congress and Senate should have term limits, and the bastards should be held to the exact same laws we are and not be allowed to exempt themselves. I would change that kind of stuff. It's yeah. pretty fair. They shouldn't it's be able to vote fair. their own raises. They should be just like us. What George Washington said, service to your country should be a burden, and I think mm -hmm. the burden needs to return to those assholes because they're not burdened nowadays. No, I mean, it is huge. Per and that's the thing. When you, when you find the kind of person that's wanting to pursue that. That's the guy you don't need to elect. You don't want him there. Like, yeah. like they're, they're, this, that's their career, man. That's, I that's think people should be dangerous. elected in the office that don't want to run, personally. Because if you want to run, that means you want to be there. That means you're some kind of a slack-jawed asshole to start just, with. Just like jury duty. Yeah, you should be, yeah. yeah. It should be a burden. Just like jury duty. duty. Yeah. Whoa, uh, uh, <laughs> all, right. all right. I think it should be a big TV production, like every year, you know, every four years, and the, the, the lottery thing, and they're up there, all right, our first contestant is some guy at home, they reading, and he's like, shit, you know. <laughs> We've got him for six years, folks. You know, I mean, or, damn it. You know, so. What if, how about this? If you do want to go in, right, everyone who, who goes in there, it's like Hunger Games, and that's whoever makes it out. <laughs> made, yeah. You're the winner. Like that, yeah. I get behind. We film it, we produce it. There's a lot of money in that. To air it live? Yeah, just like the yes, TV. Yes, yeah, right? the movie. Uh, that's, that's what, what I'm talking about. We'll, we'll show that Real on Savage, Savage Gentleman podcast. We'll, we'll put that out there. So getting a lot of questions. I think, uh, I think your buddy Don might have spread the word here. we got a ton of people showing up. Uh, someone says, don't have to be elected when you're already the king. That was Josh... That's a good, yeah, can't run for office when you're already the king. So you got some supporters here. Let's see. Uh, buh, 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 buh. I would make it so they're no longer allowed to produce anything smaller than double stuff Oreos. Yeah. Interesting. Like, like regular Oreos should be called diet Oreos. Okay. Like double stuff should just be regular. <laughs> that should Oreo. just be Oreo. Right, yeah. right, right, right. That's, and, then, and then the other ones are light. Yeah, Oreo yeah. light or diet. How do you fuck buy those? Yeah, I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. You know? And if you do buy them, you end up throwing half of the 
cookie away because you, you're <laughs> yeah, pulling right. the tops off of them and sticking them together. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, I got Ooh. another question. I got another one. <laughs> got another one. Got another one. I'm on a roll. Here we go. Okay, we're starting with Chris, though. Uh, I'm going to go first. Again. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to let the king go first, right? I mean, the king. Because you're getting a different question. So, single biggest myth that you see with, like, survivalists and with preppers? Uh, well, we talked about it earlier, and, and the biggest one is I'm going to run to the mountains or the woods, and, and I'm going to hide when the shit hits the fan. Yeah. Um, you know, I think... The first month after a real shit hit the fan event, the woods are going to look like a yard sale. Yeah, there's going to be shit laying everywhere, um, and people are going to be out there starving to death and killing each other off because this, everybody's going to do the same exact thing. I'm going to run from wherever I am into the nearest forested area, and there I'm going to live. And number one, you're not going to be alone, and number two, you probably don't have the skills to do that. And number three, if you do have the skills to do that, it still sucks. It's not fun. You're never going to be dry. You're never going to be warm enough or cool enough you're going to be well if you have miserable. the skills to do it you're probably going to go i'm not doing that it's, like, that's, that's a terrible you, idea are you crazy and when you <laughs> talk to people who have done it that's what they tell you yeah, yeah that's well because you were you were on the loan you were out there and i've got doing you know, exactly Alan just that stayed 50 whatever days you know i know what that's like you know and it's it's not fun it sucks it's yeah and it's survival and that's what exactly what it is you're surviving you're not dead but you're not living either. Right. You're, you're, you're just scraping. You're along. just not dying. You're just another animal out there grubbing around in the dirt, trying to make the next day. That's a base existence, and who the hell wants that? Yeah. Not me. So I'll stay at my house so, with whiskey and cigars. Yeah. Whiskey and cigars. Hey. Oh, yeah. oh, you just sidetracked Jeff. Yeah. Hold on. Sidetracked. <laughs> so, so James, biggest single, biggest single myth you see when people talk about gunfighting uh, that they don't need training. And um, they, they, that, that's it. Uh, and, and people make the gunfight fit whatever they're, the, whatever they're carrying. For instance, a guy that's not dedicated enough to carry a real pistol <coughs> that carries like a thirty-eight Snubby or, or Derringer or something mm -hmm. goes, oh well, you know, if you if five rounds can't fix it, you know, you need to learn how to shoot. And you know, they they're, they're lazy, so they make the their 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 gunfight fit whatever mold that makes them have the right. And they always, so, so what you're saying is. When I carry my 38 airweight snub nose and people ask me why I carry that, and I go, because it's easy and I'm lazy right now. That's, I'd rather have that than nothing. So and, that's fair, sure yes. yeah, and, that, well, that, and that's a fair like, answer. It's easy. I'm, uh, yeah, but that same guy that he's talking about is also the one that, in his mind, draws faster, shoots straighter. He's always right. better than the other guy, no matter but, what the situation. Oh, yeah. but, and that's but, another myth. But, like, but the thing is, is that like, but you understand what you have in your hand. You're not like, this is going to fix my gunfight. You're like, I hope if there is a gunfight, this fixes it. You understand what I'm saying? That's <laughs> yes. the difference in those yeah, two Yeah, when you're putting that in your pocket, you're like, going, I hope no one does anything today. Like, you're, you're, <laughs> you're realistic about it, you know? Well, it's like, uh, it's like uh, you go into people's houses who've never had a house fire, mm -hmm. and they don't have a fire extinguisher, or they got a little one. I got fucking big ones all over my house, man. Oh, I, we just bought, we're bringing in these fireballs. Yeah. Oh, oh you the see one these fire cool. bomb? You throw window fire? Yeah. 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 Wait a minute. I think you guys have the wrong idea. I'm trying to not burn my house down. No, oh, no, 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 These no. things will burn. <laughs> yeah. They this blow is, fire out. Fire, okay. Fireball is a kind of a misnomer. <laughs> yeah, I see misnomer. where you're misled. We should say that. fire extinguisher ball. Uh, so it's a, like a passive system when it gets, when it gets hit by the fire. It blows up. Right. There's a like an M80 in the middle of yeah, it, yeah. but it's the white the powder that's fire. inside of yeah, it, yeah. and it puts the fire out. Okay. It's the coolest thing ever. Okay. We've got a bunch of them on the way. Yeah. So and Troy, I'll, I'll send you one. I, I dig it. Okay. Troy Parker has a great question. How can we fight? How can we fight against this rate of fire increasing law that's proposed? 
Um, I feel like we're losing the fight. The bump stock thing. I, I, what? There's no law proposed. I mean, you know, Massachusetts, they, they got to turn their shit in, but who gives a fuck about that state anyway? That's fair. It's full of assholes. I mean, yeah. like they keep asking me what I'm going to do. I'm like, it's your fucking state. Yeah. Like, if you guys want to get the party started, I'll come up there and help. But like, yeah. man, that's your party, man. I ain't throwing it for you. <laughs> I ain't throwing it for you. Uh, hey, great. we got A. Nor. Good to see you on there, man. Take care. It's Frank my... LaHaye says, Chuck Norris's only weakness is James Yeager. <laughs> that's probably true. Damn. Man, you got some you got some good followers, man. Uh, what they're did you, crazy. You, you must be awful sweet to these they're guys. They're insane. What did you do? Are you are you paying them to say these comments? Yes. They're okay. zealots. That's <laughs> zealots. Just as I suspected. Um, Scott Wexler, James, can we get a suppressed fighting rifle class? Uh, what's a suppressor? I don't know. I mean, is that about silencers? Because I don't know what the fuck a suppressor is. That sounds like some fucking bullshit. Politically correct terminology. I like, I like where his head's at. Man, I get beat up so so bad where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a cool sign. Uh, mm, suppressor. No. Oh, hey, man. if you fill out the paperwork and you write suppressor in the box, yeah. the ATF won't approve it. Huh. The guy that d- invented it, Hiram Maxim, called it a silencer, and the paperwork that you have to fill out says silencer. The more you Whoa. know. Whoa. I did not. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, so I, suck it, everyone I learned, that's been up on me. I'm, I'm guilty. I call them suppressors, that, and I'm that, like, it's not a silencer. No, it's a suppressor. Like, yeah, no, I, might, I think no, it was no, Jeff who no, was no, beating no, me up. That comes back through the ni- from the 1980s and early 90s, people trying to be politically correct so they didn't scare the left with a silencer because that's the that's the tool of a hitman. Oh, they, they started saying that word, but the word it's doesn't mean anything. And well, that makes sense because now it's a it's a kinder, gentler it's gun. A we've suppressed muffler. We've suppressed, <laughs> yeah. you know, some of the scariness of that gun. You know, this is it's gone through rehab. I've got, a, really I've, nice. got a, I've got a muffler on my rifle. Well, I mean, if cars awesome. didn't come with a muffler, how long would it be for there's a law that they, you had to have a muffler on your car? Well, I think there is a law. Well, I'm just saying, if, if, just, if, you know, if, if, if they weren't, you know, it'd yeah. be instant. And in Europe, where they're extremely anti-gun, if you hunt, you must have a silencer on your rifle. If you, if you buy, you, cannot you, you almost said suppressor, didn't you? Yeah, he almost did. I, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. If you, if you, if most of, most <laughs> of Europe, if you buy a rifle, it's threaded. Yeah, because you have to hunt with one. It's illegal. They think we're nuts for not hunting with them, and we think they're nuts that they get. And it's to true. Hunt. We actually we did a video where we were hunting with silencers. I see. I almost see. Said. It's hard. But oh. but we we did that, and and after that, I thought it was kind of gimmicky and stuff. It's kind of a game like, changer. Ah, we're doing a video. But whatever. It just keeps you from having to wear ear protection. Man, it was like. Awesome. Yeah. Here's what, here's what's great. The people that don't understand, they they, they call it, you know call it the fair chase. Like you know, it's not gives it doesn't give the deer or whatever a chance. I'm like, those bullets are supersonic. Like it doesn't hear the yeah, it doesn't hear the it anyway. It doesn't. They don't have a chance. No. What gets me is the people like back home in Florida. They just recently made it legal that you can actually use them to hunt with now. And there was a big uproar. People well, if they're hunting behind my house, I want to hear the rifle go off so I know someone's back there. You know, well that's stupid. First. These don't make it that quiet. You're going to probably hear it anyway. Yeah. And um, if it's aimed at you, you're not going to hear it anyway, like we just said. You're not going to hear the bang. Well, so it's, it's such a stupid argument. I'll, I'll add, too, that your argument of the, you know, the fair chase thing, and it's like, man, is it a fair chase for the hamburger that you just got from McDonald's? Because well, that, that, you know, uh-huh. and when we're talking about getting meat and putting Wait food on the table. <laughs> I think you know? you're about to try to interject some logic into this. Oh, well, we'll have none of that. We'll fast Just country right that. operates on emotion. <laughs> yeah, no logic. We do now. Holy shit. 
We do now. Um, so here, this may feelings. be this may be a loaded question, um, James. So feel free, feel free. <laughs> Gun puns. Uh, Matt Bernard said, "What is James' opinion with sheepdog response?" What is that? There you go. Uh, sheepdog is actually that's Tim Kennedy's outfit. That's his deal. They were actually out here in oh yeah, yeah. in uh, Utah running you know, that course. You know Tim, don't you? I don't. He's a great guy. Uh, I think it's awesome. He's there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the power she of I endorse. I endorse it. Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? I mean, no, I, mean I, don't, I don't know, but I know him well enough. He says he's good. He's good. Yeah, no, Sheepdog response he's, now endorsed by James Yeager. Boom, yeah, that just happened. Yeah, he's, he's, they're legit. Tim and his crew, legit guys. Yeah. What do they do? I, I mean, you know, Tim's a, you know, he's a, Former, well, no, he's current because he went yeah. back in. So he's an SF guy, and he's got multiple tours down, you know, down over in the desert. So and then training um, stuff like firearms he does training, stuff. firearms training stuff. And uh, I actually went out and sat with those guys for a day while they were training, very professionally run. And and um, yeah. Yeah, for, it's, for it's my folks, for, for my folks that don't know this guy, <laughs> listen to what this guy says. He knows some stuff. He knows some stuff about some things. About things. Just, we'll just leave it at that. The South <laughs> lost. Get over it, he said. Oh, Dean. Oh, that's, Dean. That's so funny. Oh, wow. Got, got you. I know that, oh, that just wow. cut you deep right oh, there. Oh, man. Man, that, oh, was, yeah. that was harsh. Oh, yeah. uh, someone had a question about one of your courses. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. oh hold on a second. Yeah, real please. Quick. Go Let's ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maryland is a southern state. Yeah. Mason-Dixon line. They're talking about the South lost. Get over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he that guy doesn't understand history nor geography. Oh, well. So, so um, that was a Southern public school. You're welcome. <laughs> man, 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 you, you play with fire, you're going to get burned, man. James Yeager will let you have it. He does not play around. Where was... Okay, ask James what his favorite weapon platform is. There you go. That's a good question. That's from uh, the one you Ethan got. Green. Uh, uh, oh, a platform is something you stand on, and I don't stand on guns, so... <laughs> Choose your words I've, wisely, I've, folks. I've seen someone do it. Uh, I just, just, I just like that fucking the, the platform thing. It, like the, the, M, the M4 platform. No, it's M4. You can leave that whole word off of it. It means the same thing. But it sounds so much fancier. Uh, when you say platform, like now you just squared away. Like you're uh, high when, you, speed when you say operator. platform, that uh, means you get accessories. Ah. Oh, yeah, see? Yeah. Like, a, like, a, like a weapon platform is like a carrier. Yeah. Or even an Abrams. That's a that's a weapon system platform. Okay, that's thing. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, let me, it's a, let me it's play a fu- devil's. You're talking, about, you're talking about a fucking rifle <clears throat> or a pistol. What what is your favorite weapon? I don't have one. Okay, there you go. Doesn't my, have one. My mind, Rambo. Uh, yeah, I, like people, like what they do is they try to get me to to narrow it down. If you could just pick one, if you could just pick one, because they're wanting me to say, tell them to get this thing, or to or to justify their their R- personal. Right, opinions. and I'm not and I'm not going to do that. Yeah. There you go. There's the a one that Jeff will you. Jeff will 100% give give his favorite weapon platform. Like, Jeff, what is it? <laughs> Tell him. Your mind. Oh, oh your no, mind. No, no, seriously. Like, let's let's say <laughs> it's a platform. I'm hanging my ears off. Let, of let's it. let's say there's there's if we're talking about rifles. There's there's plenty like 50 good rifles, right? And if let's say Jeff was going to arrange them from his the one he'd most want to carry in combat, the one he'd least want to carry in combat. My list would look pretty much the same as his, um, as long as they all like 
reliably would function, the ease of operation and stuff like that. It really doesn't matter. Does it go bang? Okay, yeah. good. Thank yeah. you. And what happens is guys try to buy stuff that's different. Like instead of just buying an AK or an AR, they want to buy a fucking scar or fucking Tavor or some other bullshit to be different because they're not in, they're not about um, learning how to be a warrior. They're, they're about showing their shit off. Like it's a fucking show and tell at a, at a gun range. And um, so when people ask me what kind of rifle, I'll say, Take a class. You know, people all the time, they t say, hey, I'm thinking about buying a rifle. What should I get? I tell them, come take my fighting rifle class. I'll loan you shit. After the class, you, you'll be an educated consumer. You can, you, you, you know, you'll know what's up. And there you go. People, people Man, sell them fair. That's fair. Well, that goes, we, we've talked time. about the, that same thread has come up multiple times today. Training. Get training. Well, yeah. like, get uh, some training. Yeah. Like, uh, how many punches have you thrown? 17. No, no. Today. No, seriously. <laughs> okay, seriously. Uh, man, thousands upon tens, okay. hundreds of right. thousands. Okay, so so at 10,000, you thought you threw, knew how to throw a punch, and at 100,000, you thought you knew how to throw a punch. Now you're like, I was a fucking idiot. Now I know how to throw a fucking punch. <clears throat> I'm actually to the point now where I know that I don't know how to throw a punch. I'm, like, <laughs> man, I'm still figuring this shit out and well, making it up as it, I go along. It's the same with me and bullets and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like you think you know shit, and then you... Study for a while, and you look back and go, "Man, I didn't know shit." Yep. And so when we're when we're getting ready for the invasion, right? And then so we'd mobilize. We were 19th group, so they mobilized a bunch of us. We got together, and and a lot of us were we're former active duty, and then become cops. Yeah. You know, and so we're doing the cop job while we're in the reserves or within 19th group guard. Don't beat me up, you guys. But um, so, anyways, any Evan and I about two years ago or something, we had videotaped us going through the house, and we were good. Like all of us had, you know, at the time had done multiple, you know, high risk warrants and shit like that leading up to the war. And so, fast forward about you know 10, 15 years. Evan and I found this tape, one of the tapes, and we were watching it, and we're, you know, we're sitting here watching this, you know, the camera, you know, watching the TV, and and it's real quiet, and, <laughs> and I looked at Evan, and I was like, dude, we were horrible. Yeah, how did we make <laughs> that it? That is horrible. <laughs> how did we survive the first one of those? Like, we how, did, how do we, oh, that's We don't do any of that anymore. <laughs> 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 and Evan was like, oh, ooh. <laughs> that was bad. So your buddy Pierre wants to know, does Jeff teach any classes? And Jeff, do you uh, we, te we, do, we do a bunch of videos just like this. Um, once in a while, we, we try to push off the training. We do some very small stuff, but we push it off to the guys that have the resources. Super it's, exclusive. Like, <laughs> super I mean, we're, exclusive. We're like, like really... you come hang out with us. And we'll, but um, it's one of those things where we, we try to videotape it because it's two hands, one keyboard. So very limited on the stuff, but we're looking at spinning up a, a very small thing, but and, we, and, we do have a training calendar. And Pierre, I've, years ago, I've invited them to our range, so I'll invite you again. Like, my range is your range. Well, if thank you want to do anything in Tennessee, it's easy. Okay, we're coming. There it is. We're gonna go down there, and we'll be students. And, well, well, I I need to be so that so well, Scott Wexler says pay uh, for your pay for your trip. You can teach a class while you're there too. <laughs> okay, I'll help. That's a, that's a good deal, right there. I'll pick there. up the brass and don't clean up the range. <laughs> Scott Wexler says Uncle Clint said it best: be a student of weapons craft. I like that. Yeah, Clint Smith. Yeah, fun, fundamentals are fundamentals. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're fighting. Fighting is fighting. We a say stick, it all the time. A stick, a knife, your fist, a shotgun, a rifle. It's 
Man, we're getting some great questions coming. I'm going to try and keep Somebody's up. Somebody's asking about when's the shoot being rescheduled for April 6th, 7th, and 8th, Bradford, Florida. Check Facebook for the update. Oh, okay. So this is for your yeah. seminar, your your get-together yeah. deal, teaching survival stuff, teaching Because he lives firearms. in my neck of the woods. Yeah. Oh, okay. So oh, you know oh here's a good one. Joe Elmer, most expensive weapon you've used, machine gun or otherwise? Oh, this is going to get crazy. Uh-oh. Me? Uh... <laughs> What's the AT4 cost? I don't know. It's got to be. That's probably it. That's up there. That's up, probably AT4, it. AT4, that's probably 100 grand, you think? Oh, yeah. Then that's certainly it. It's yeah. pro- probably an AT4. I mean, we're guessing, but I mean, 100 grand. Give, give or yeah. take, plus or minus. Mine would just be a Ma Deuce. That's the most expensive thing I've ever Ma Deuce? Well, yeah, that's about be, two bucks every time you. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> What's the most same, expensive Same for me, Ma Deuce is the. Wow. Yeah. Or a flame, not a flamethrower would be the most oh, no, it's, that's cheap to do. Yeah, man, yeah, that's man is that gas, gas is kind of cheap. Gas and old oils will use. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the most expensive thing I've shot is. You ever called I mean, it an airstrike? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, eight, 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 <laughs> boom. Somebody was talking about eight cast. Little cast. I've never done that. Yeah, right. Just the dude flying. I mean, just that was that time. But I mean, like handheld, like, I don't know, man. Like, um, Shot rockets and artillery and like uh, thermobaric grenades and we were oh so here's a good story so when we were when we were Josh always starts laughing so we <laughs> we were out and we were testing the war had just kicked off it was 2003 two something like that so 9/11 obviously it just happened and so we go out to test this new laser system for the M203 right and so we're shooting these rounds out of the M203 and they're practice rounds, but they were, and I'll bet you guys didn't know this, they were match grade M203 rounds. Really? So these things were about 50 bucks a shot. Oof. So I've got my medic is there and he's one of the <laughs> testers and he shoots left-handed. So, and remember, this is supposed to be like a scientific thing and stuff. So you're supposed to keep as many things constant as possible. So I'm watching my medic, you know, my 18 Delta, who's, he was a fantastic medic. He was lousy on the rifle. <laughs> I think they all are. We call them 18 Indies. <laughs> so this guy is shooting, and he'd shoot right-handed, then he would shoot left-handed, then he would shoot with his thumb out of the thing, and then he'd bring it back. And So I walk over there, and I'm like, hey, man, you spent like $200 worth of ammo, and you haven't hit a stinking thing. What are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just testing it out. I'm getting used to it. You know, you know. 50 bucks a shot, man. Come on. <laughs> getting used to it. Man. Uh, Sean, he, he views our show quite a bit. He's come on, and, and we've chatted. But he says, in the event of a total collapse of intra- infrastructure in society, I feel like those who don't kill each other in the mountains are going to band together as small groups for security. What is your opinion of recruiting like-minded people in your geographic area. So totally switching topics. You know, we're getting people buzzing in questions yeah. that are all over the place. So that one caught my eye. What do you guys think about do that? It. I've I've start ar- now. I've already done this. Yeah. Like in contracting, people show up all the time. Where I go, hey, man, I can shoot. Everybody can shoot. Can you make the fucking <laughs> internet work? Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you fix a car? Yeah. Are you a doctor? Uh, you know, do, do, you have, do you have an auxiliary skill that will benefit <clears throat> yep. this team? Everybody can fucking shoot. Be somebody else. Yeah, man. That's can you cool. can you work? We asked. We that's were, a great. We, we were talking <laughs> one time, and, it, and and I was getting interviewed by a guy, and and he said, "Hey, what's the number one thing that, you know, if something happens, post apocalyptic or whatever happens, 
what do you what do you think people are least prepared for? And I was like, without a doubt, people are not ready for the exhaustion level that they're yeah. going to, you know, it, like going overseas and, you know, working over there, there is there's no nine to five there. There is you wake up, you bust your ass until you fall asleep sometime in the middle of the night whereupon you probably get woken up a couple of times and then you wake up and you but and it was like never ending. I, I think the biggest thing is people just aren't aren't ready for the absolute exhaustion because I used to come home from my trips and it was just like, Ooh, I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a good point. Like just being able to put it in and, and, you know, go and grind. I mean, I think that's a huge, would be a huge attribute. Um, Paul Benson wants to know, James, what's your definition of a gentleman? This should be rich. This should be good. So we, I mean, we are on savage gentlemen and we're, I feel like I'm a little bit outnumbered by savages here. Well, well, like um, the, um, I'll think of his name in a minute. The guy that wrote Conan has a has a quote I like. It says, "The civilized men are often far more far more discourteous than a savage because a savage knows he can get his skull split." And so, so I I don't try, nor do I profess to know what a gentleman is. Um, I would rather be a polite savage than a shitty gentleman. I like that. I like that. And, and yeah, so so Chris, and for Adam, you were, uh, Adam wanted to know oh. who, who you were. So this is Chris Weatherman, other, otherwise known Angry as American. Angry American. He's a published author, kind yeah. of a big deal. So look him up, check out his stuff. Um, but we were talking on the previous podcast about how people are not polite because they know they can act with impunity. Because yeah. the, the laws now, you can't just drop someone in the street for being an asshole. Like, you'll go to jail for that shit. Yep. Where it used to be, hey, man, we're going to draw our swords and you know, you hear, you hear today that, you know, the, the, the snowflake kind of people, you know, words, uh, words have meaning or whatever. They, words, <coughs> words, words hurt. can hurt, you know. Words hurt. Well, a there lot. was a time when words carried weight. Yeah. You know, well, and like I said, you could throw an ass whooping or, or a duel or whatever. You could find yourself dead for insulting somebody. But well, we, you know. we even still speak that way. You guys have all in your life heard and said yourself, hey, man, I don't want to start trouble. Hey, man, I don't mean to insult you. Hey, man, but we begin those sentences that way because that things like that, if misinterpreted, used to get us challenged to a duel. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I know a bit about dueling and the history of dueling. If I don't know how far you guys want to get into this. but Hey, uh, you're, you're the special guest, brother. We got, we got nothing but time, buddy. Well, the, the rule book is called the Code Duello. Okay. And so... The, the northeastern United States was settled by merchants, and the, south, the southeast was settled by kingdoms. And so the first, the first son got the kingdom back in Europe. The second son got kingdoms in the United States, and plantations were secondary kingdoms. And uh, so the merchants were really rich, and they started going to school, colleges over uh, in Europe and uh, with royalty. Now, with, um, in the northeastern United States, it was commoners, and the southeastern uh, United States was was uh, was royalty, and with the, with the royalty, they brought the honor code. The honor code includes the code duello. That's why every time you've ever heard on a movie or a cartoon somebody be challenged to a duel, mm-hmm. sir, it's always with the southern. southern yeah. yeah, that's why it's just, dueling is very much a southern thing. Well, they were going to college, and these kids were getting challenged to duels and getting killed over there. They started teaching the code duello as a college entrance class really? to the merchant huh. to the merchant kids that were going to school with the royalty. Over See, in, there, in all the Yankees had to learn to fight. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we were so, born into it. So that's Molded that. that by it. Well, and then well, if you add to that, the Scotch Irish, which were neither Scottish nor Irish, settled <laughs> Appalachia. Forty-six percent of the combat deaths in Vietnam were 
we're Scotch Irish, and that's why people watch these videos on, on SF teams, and there's always or Rangers or whatever, and there's always some. All right, boys, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Do, do, do. Um, that's why there's so many of those Southern accents is because because of the Scotch Irish genetic makeup being you know basically I'm half German, half Scotch Irish, which explains my propensity for violence, but not my lack of alcoholism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that's why those those cultural and genetic things are what makes the southern United States uh, a birthplace of warriors. That's badass. Again, the more you know, the more you know. That's a that's a that's fascinating little little nugget of history. And if you guys so so my, entertained by that, then so if my it. mom is watching this, the little southern lady, she's like eighty years old, and she's like the nicest lady on planet I Earth. I bet she makes some awesome sweet tea. She is from the mountains. <laughs> I know my mom does. North Tell Carolina. Yeah. Uh, grew grew up dirt poor, but mountains of uh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 b- Bluegrass yeah. music is Irish folk music. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, it's very, yeah. very. But similar. you know, my mom, like I used to do like crazy stuff <laughs> as a teenager, and, and my mom would look Shocking. at me, and she'd be like, "Jeffrey, I swear, not one <laughs> part of my body passed over to you." Where did you come from? <laughs> Jeff, Jeff was actually created in like in, in like a tank. Like I think I think maybe he was some kind of scientist. Reminds me of that line from Smoking the Bandit where the sheriff looks at him and says, boy, when I get home, I'm gonna smack your mama. In the mouth. I, I mean, I'd come home and like I'd be bleeding and like almost oh, yeah. missing fingers, and my mom would be like, what? Where? Where did you come from? You Where did I go wrong? What are you doing? And then, like, and then I wanted to jump out of airplanes and all that stuff. And my mom was just like, "What is wrong?" You, you with had you? no idea the genetic disposition that you <laughs> were had. Choice, man. That was I DNA. The yeah. DNA. I'm, I'm wired that way. Yeah, it was bred into you. All right, Jim Tilly wants to know favorite after hours drink. Jeff, go bourbon. I, I don't drink. You don't so. drink. Well, after hours. Well, after hours. You, 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 Diet warm, Coke, warm, warm milk, chamomile tea. <laughs> Warm milk? <laughs> no, I, I just drink monsters and water and coffee. It's all I drink. I'm a bourbon guy too. Though. Bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah, that's I, cool. I'm more of a I'm more partial to scotch actually. Bourbon. He's yeah. Sorry. I, I hate scotch. So when so you, you don't when, like scotch. When you, when, scotch, when you come down, make time for a bourbon tour. He says the same oh, thing. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. Well, I will tell you though, 25 year old McClellan, that's some good stuff. Man, see, he can't know, get behind the scotch. Just, he really can't. I tried to just, win him over the dark side. You sides. go buy one of the, you order one of those 25 year old shots, dude. I was the same way until someone did it. It was a team guy down in Miami Beach that ordered it. Now you just like, lost all credibility. It was amazing, dude. <laughs> really? It, I was, blew me away. I've actually I've had 25 year old McClellan. It's, That's good it, shit. It's, but, but why would I pay that much money? Yeah, I'm not going to pay $300 a shot. When, when I can. I, you know, I'll drink, uh, you know, Knob Creek or something instead of be happy about it. Yeah. Just, just partial to um, Evan, Evan Williams. Williams. Evan Williams? <laughs> yeah. Evan, I, I mean, it's. I like Baker's, Booker's, Knob Creek. You know, I'll drink all of them. Evan Williams, I'll drink that too. And that's the thing. My favorite drink is the one that's in front of me. It's that's, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not super. Like people say, What's super your favorite picky? gun? The one I got. That's the one I'm yeah. saying without. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, much. you hand me a drink. So, so why don't you drink? Dude, I, I just, I never have. I mean, like, I, I grew up uh, in, a, in a family full of alcoholics and drug addicts, oh. literally. And, like, I was just like, man, there's nothing here that, that entices me. So you just fair. You're just like, no, nope, that's fair. Pass, hard pass. Yeah. yeah. And, and a, a lot of times when I say I don't drink, people go, why'd you stop? I'm like, why do you assume that I did? <laughs> <laughs> So you hit bottom at some point. Uh, <laughs> I, I've, I've literally been drunk one, my t- one time. My wife will kill me for telling this. I've literally, literally been she's drunk one, one time. Yeah, she's not watching. She wanted me to get drunk. So 
I, I drank, got drunk, and she said, okay, never again. You're a biter. <laughs> You're a biter. Oh, my God. Wow. Can we, now we need to get a shirt that says James Yeager <laughs> is a biter. Dude, you just, sell those? Just a picture. You just, sell those at your freaking Just a picture of him. Like, and biter. You put him on, it. You put him on Minnie-Me's body. Yes. He's a biter. He's a biter. <laughs> Man, that would be biting. fantastic. Yeah, she's going to fucking kill me. <laughs> um, Pierre is going to fucking tell her. This is... So this this will be a good one because Jeff Jeff is gonna like this one. So Bronson Smith says, "Okay, gentlemen, favorite cigar." Jeff, tell us how you feel about cigars, dude. So here's a great story. So my nephew comes to me one time. He's getting ready to go into Ranger Battalion, and he's like, "Hey, Uncle Jeff, have you ever smoked a cigar before?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Well, how was it?" And I was like, "Cigars are kind of like a forest fire takes a shit in your mouth." <laughs> And he was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, trust me. So like two years later, he calls me, you know, he's in Ranger Battalion, he's doing Ranger shit. And, and uh, he calls me, he's like, hey, Jeff, you remember that time you told me he's like now a salty Ranger? Cause like, yeah. two years experience. Hey, Jeff, you remember that time you told me that smoking a cigar is like, you know, a forest fire taking a shit in your mouth? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, man, you are so right. That is <laughs> <laughs> Best information I could have gotten. Yeah, that's 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 uh, words, words to live by. Right there. Words to live by. Yeah. Sorry, Warfighter Tobacco guys, if you're watching. Uh, hey, but if you're not yours, smoke them, though, so not I'll your smoke cigars. Them. Yeah, if, I'll still smoke them. Yeah. So yeah, I will. You're a cigar guy. What is yeah. the attraction? I just I I don't know. It's uh, it's not something I do all the time. And I smoke really expensive cigars, so I don't do it all the time. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you know, take thirty dollars or fifty dollars and just light it on fire. I mean, literally, that's what you're. I mean, gonna that's kind of yeah. what you're doing. So. I buy good ones and have, you know, two, three a year. Really, that's about all I smoke. Do you, do you chew tobacco? No. I do that too. You Man, chew tobacco? Just good, clean living with I'm, this I'm, guy I'm, over I'm here. I'm totally boring. Man. I've never smoked. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> I've never smoked a cigarette. I've never, ever smoked a cigarette. I, you know what? I, I chewed cigars. tobacco twice in my life, and I got to chalk those up to two of the most horrible experiences <laughs> I've ever had in my life. That's including well, like combat and <laughs> getting shot at with <laughs> shit. Yeah, at least, at, least it, at least it didn't take three. At least, <laughs> yeah, at least two got it. Yeah, like went, well, I was out, I was out on I was on surveillance. Right, this was when I was a narcotics officer. I was on surveillance, and my partner would chew Levi Garrett. So oh. you guys know what Levi Garrett is, right? Oh, yeah. And so he's and he I mean he's yeah, like big, big you know like yeah. looks like a pitcher or something. And so I'm like. Like, hey, what is this stuff? And he's like, oh, you should try it out. You you can't like it. <laughs> put hair in and, your chest. Put hair on your chest. So I'm like, okay. So I pull out, you know, about this much. And he's like, whoa, 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 <laughs> not that much. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. You so gotta I, crawl before you can walk. <laughs> so I, so I put some of that. Mind you, he's got like a baseball in his mouth. And so I, I put a little bit on there, and, he, and I'm like, and he's like, no, 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 less. So, like, you know, I put some more in there, and he's like, no, 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 less than that. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm not a girl. <laughs> now you're insulting. So now I've got, like, I've got, like, this much, right? And he's like, okay, just put it in there and, you know, chew on it and, and whatever, spit the juice, you know. And uh, so in probably, like, I don't know, five minutes... I'm so like I don't know buzzed that I'm I'm like you drive when you're doing this. It's like I, I can't even, I can't hardly even sit here, let alone walk. Or yeah, drive. that was the reason I started to chew in the very first place. Is I was driving a long distance for work every day, 
and it helped keep me awake. Oh my god! Worst thing I ever did. And he was like, "Oh no, it's good. It's kind of like you're drunk, but you're not." And I'm like, "Yeah, the hungover part of drunk. This is the the shitty part." I was like, "Yeah." (laughs) Oh man, Uh, Jim has been on here. Jim, uh, I believe, hairless, hairless. Once in a James, would you train someone if they had a bad eye? I think that's like I have trained. I have trained. Unfortunately, everything you could imagine from from cystic fibrosis to, to muscular dystrophy to, to le- le- legally blind to deaf. Uh, unfortunately, because of the war in Iraq and Afghanistan, missing multiple appendages, uh, wheelchair bound. Like I like, unfortunately, I've become really good at training people with all kinds of issues. Hmm. Well, that's good actually, though. Well, it's good, you know, that they have that outlet. It's unfortunate the means in which they came by right. that. But, you know, the fact that there's guys that are out there willing to take the time and adapt that training oh, is Oh, they're, they're, they're easy cool. to train. They want to be trained. Yeah, which is yeah. nice. A willing like, student is... And that guy's just missing an eye? Yeah. He's just being a pussy. Easy to... <laughs> well, there you go. Well, that's like... That's, that's, that's Mike Pannone. Do you know Mike? I just call Mike Pannone a pussy? No, 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 no. That's, no. that's going to be bad. hard to fix. No, the eye. That's going to be hard to fix. Do you know Mike? Is this shit live? So fix it in post. So, <laughs> Mike, Mike, uh, Mike and I were in, in group together, and so we know, I've known Mike for years and years. And um, so when he got blown up, he had like 65 fractures in his skull and Jeez. lost one of his eyes. And this guy is like the consummate, like hyper-competitive guy. So it was literally not too many, like within a year. So something that would have killed like anybody else. This guy within a year had taught himself. He lost his right eye. He was right-handed, right-eye dominant. He had, he had taught himself to shoot with his left eye because obviously he didn't have a right eye and won the Glock Invitational oh, when, he, when he went out there and did that within just a, for with a year. Wow. Just for spite. Just, <laughs> just for spite. And any of you guys that know Mike, you'll go, yeah, well, that's Mike, yes. <laughs> like, he, would, he was right, like, it wasn't very long, he's riding a Ducati and going in between traffic and stuff, and I was like, Mike, you you know you don't have any depth perception, right? And he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> depth perception is a crutch. Oh, man. All right, here's another. We got some interesting individuals up here. Uh, Pete Jr. says, James, if the Clinton family came to you for training, would you train them? Yeah, why well, wouldn't I? Hey, money's money. I mean, no, it's not even like that. <laughs> like, I mean, like that would be that'd be a blast. Like, uh, here, here's something. Um, I am a minister, a real one. Really? A- and hold on a second. Back in back in June, I performed a wedding uh, at the Kennedy Compound with Ethel Kennedy in the first row, marrying Robert F. Kennedy's granddaughter to a friend of mine. Huh. Really? Mm-hmm. Sure. See, wow. and everybody up there was a class act and super nice. You know, it's it's interesting. A guy like James, it reminds me of that scene in Three Hundred where Leonidas is biting down the apple, and he's like, "There's no reason we can't be civil," you know. And and so I think people have this impression of you because you're obviously a very outspoken individual. That like you're just, and the guy will tell it like it is. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, hey man, we're we're all on this freaking spinning rock together, like. You know, we, we can get along, and as long as you don't step on my feet, I don't have any reason to 
you know, put punch the you in the face. I was just going to say punch you in the nose. And I need a story to replace the gimp story. Oh, I need yeah. a better story. That's a pretty good story. Pretty yeah, but I'm saying you got to imagine. So you guys that are just tuning in, if you didn't hear the gimp story, you got to go back to the beginning Watch of the video. Watch it from the beginning. Cause, because oh, yeah. cause I'll be like, because I'd be like, all right, what happened with Foster? I'm really thinking we need a t-shirt. Come on, like you guys smoke Vince Foster. Like, tell me how you did that. Oh, yeah, yeah, how'd you do Foster? (laughs) (laughs) Like, maybe I can learn something from you guys. All right, Hillary, (laughs) I heard that on election night, you got so drunk, they had to trank your ass. Is that true? Larry Hughes. (laughs) (laughs) I want to call out Larry Hughes here. He says, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. That dude's shirt is way too small. And I'm I'm sure he's clearly talking to, uh, no, I think Jeff. How was my shirt? Just kidding. I'm assuming he's talking to me. This is a. He's talking. A, he's talking. This is a medium you. shirt. You, you know who? You know who says stuff like that? Who does? Fat dudes. Oh, <laughs> guys like me. You look what like you shit. Damn. And I try so yeah. hard for you guys. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. like I, I comb my hair. I try to <laughs> hey, be presentable. This and, is the and I gotta I say, please don't say stuff like that because it's all we can do to get Josh to keep his clothes. Yeah, be, be, <laughs> glad on. be glad I'm wearing a shirt. Dicks. <laughs> yeah, he'd be sitting here the whole time. <laughs> Oh, well, let's talk about... Oh what time God. is it? He was, hey, he was working out before the show. I said, he wasn't. I said, I said, you're doing that wrong. I've never met him before. <laughs> the first words out of my mouth are, you're doing that wrong. <laughs> hey, I, I'll trust anything this man says. If James Jaeger tells me I don't know shit about fist fighting, I'm like, I okay. How am I supposed to do it? I don't know. Not, Not like that. that. Not like that. <laughs> Not like that. For God's sakes, oh. read the directions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. So, um, Zach has given us the evil eye. We have gone well, <coughs> well and above. Way, way over. The, but the that's time, okay. But yeah, you know, we're, <laughs> we're having we're here, fun. We're having fun. And we, could, we could probably do this all night, but I guess at some point we might need to put a cap Dude, Dude, election night, I did eight hours by myself. Did wow, you? Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Straight. Man. Like, didn't even pee. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a man. That's a man on the mission. Under the desk. I mean, that's a man on the mission. That's legit. Man, that's true. Up, Larry says hi. It's true. I'm a bad dude. (laughs) Hey, man. All right. Hey, hats. Hats off for. uh, Hey, he manned up. He manned up. Jim Tilly. He does look part hipster. Well, I mean, I, I am technically in the millennial demographic, so I'm kind of. You know, by by default. Definitely well, not a hipster, though. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you're here, so yeah. we can totally exclude hipsterdom no, for you. But, guys, seriously, thanks thanks for having me on. Thanks for hanging out. Oh, yeah. Like, but uh, those skinny man, jeans have been know. fun. <laughs> Thank you, no, seriously. It was awesome to me. No, Absolute pleasure. Fun. A lot yeah, of fun, fun. And, and, you know, we'd love to have you back anytime no, you're in town. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> rates double after, after this. First time, you get the bro rate. Second time... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you guys, so this is about it for Savage Gentlemen. If you're new to Savage Gentlemen, we do these live shows every Monday at 5 uh, p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time is, of course, 7. And then also on every Thursday at 5, we do the Ready Man uh, live show as well where we have guests or we do tutorial stuff or similar to this or maybe even different. But you might um, actually learn something in those. Yeah, you might. You, you'll learn something. Well, <laughs> but you guys, make sure you tune in. Like our page. Show us a little bit of love that lets us know if we're, you know, pissing in the wind or actually reaching out to folks. So and share it. Know. Share this. If you got some liberal friends that <laughs> want, you want to see their heads explode, share this with them. Tag them in it. Let them know. Tag, just tag just them. Tag them. Just, just tag them. Don't say nothing. Just yeah. tag them. So thanks so much. And uh, until next time, we, we, we'll awesome. see you.